Hey, welcome to Stoked with Megan McPhail, the podcast that helps you get super effing jazzed about your work, life, and bank account. I'm your host, Megan McPhail, a former burnt-out emergency veterinarian that quit my hard-earned career to become a seven-figure business coach, entrepreneur, and elopement photographer. Now I'm living a life I absolutely love, full of travel, adventure, and financial abundance, and I am hell-bent on inspiring others to do the same. Are you ready to say goodbye to the 9-to-5 grind and start going after some big, bold dreams? Then let's dive into this week's episode. Hey, hey, it's your host, Megan McPhail. And your co-host, Todd Reedy. And this week's episode, Todd and I are going to basically determine if anyone can be an entrepreneur. And we have nothing prepared. (laughs) This is just going to be a debate between the two of us. And I am going to take the stance that anyone can be an entrepreneur. And Todd is going to take the stance that only certain people can be entrepreneurs. The rest have to be employees. So are you ready to start this debate? Let's do it. I have no idea what I'm going to (laughs) say. So my stance is that anyone can be an entrepreneur and entrepreneurs are, you know, business owners, they create businesses, it could be an online business, it could be a brand, it could be a storefront, it could be a photographer, a creative, a potter, you know, there's professional paintball people. I don't know what made me come up with that. But (laughs) (laughs) basically, your energy can take you to any kind of weird profession and you can make a living, a good living off of it is what I think. So why don't we talk about, let's talk about mindset first because mindset is super important for entrepreneurs and business owners. You basically have to be able to take big risks and go after things that other people either have not done or there's a possibility of failure or losing out on a lot of money or people making fun of you or judging you or whatever. So there's a huge mindset shift that has to happen. And I think anyone can be taught to go after risks and be courageous and brave. What do you think? Because I'm on this side of the fence (laughs) on this debate, I want to say no. I think mindset, yes, is hugely important. However, You have to have a particular attitude to be able to make that mindset shift. So if you're stubborn or if you're stuck in whatever life or version of life or whatever values and or reality that you may be living in, it may not be possible, may not be the right time. You may be constrained in other ways that you just don't have the mental energy, the bandwidth to be able to get your mind in a place to be able to shift from employee entrepreneur. Okay, interesting. So yeah, I mean, there's definitely people living with scarcity mindsets where they think like, oh, not in this economy, or they think the pie is shrinking and that there's not enough money to go around or whatever. But I think that with enough affirmations or reading about it, you know, there's tons of books about money out there. I mean, you could you can switch over to a more abundance or growth mindset where you can grow and you realize like the economy doesn't affect you the way that you think it does and that there's plenty of rewards out there. There's plenty of money out there. And I'm just trying, what are some of the employee to entrepreneur shifts that you've had? I think the first one that comes to mind is the whole like money versus time. 
Mm-hmm. And before when I worked my salary job, right, I just knew I had to put in my 40 to 50 hours and whether I worked hard that week or I was lazy or I got distracted or if I had a bunch of meetings, right, you just put in your time, you check the box and switching it to a more like productive and what's important stance, that was kind of hard for me because I felt like I f- would continually go into the office after I switched. So as an entrepreneur, of, all right, I just have got to be busy. I'm going to do these things. And at the end of the day, I've worked real hard all day. But did I check anything off the list? Did I make any strides to make my business better, to make my life better? Usually, or I got into habits where it wasn't. I was just wasting lots of time that I was considering to be work, which wasn't valuable. Yeah, you're like trying to put in your 40 hours. Yeah, just for the sake of putting in a good day's work. (laughs) But you've been learning to work smarter, not harder. So you have been able to get over that. So that goes from my viewpoint that people can change and be taught some of these skills that entrepreneurs have. That is very true. (laughs) However, what if I wasn't willing to do that? I guess that goes back to the mindset of, are you going to make choices to make you successful or not? Yeah. Or are you going to convince yourself that you are a victim and just hang your head and write out the clock in your 40-hour W-2 job. Right. So the other thing about that I'm going to say on my side of no, timing could be not right. So imagine you're a single parent or even just one of two parents with several children, mortgages, huge credit card debt. Maybe you just don't have the physical energy, right? We don't have kids, so we can't say how kids affect. But Mm -hmm. I mean, watching... My brother and seeing other people, like kids are really draining. And one, do you have the time? Do you have the mental energy to be a good father, a good parent and start a new endeavor, start a new business, learn all these things, read books, listen to podcasts? You may be able to, but do you have the energy to do that, right? There is some kind of threshold that you have to break through to get started and to make that mindset shift. So it may just not be the right time with your current circumstances or your current demands. I'll give you that. Yeah, I I don't know anything about raising kids. All I know is raising dogs. <laughs> but I can I can imagine that yeah, having a stable job probably feels a lot better when you're raising kids. You don't want to take a lot of risks because you have a ton of mouths to feed. But I'd also like to argue that having kids isn't a reason to put your life on hold, you know? And there are ways to slowly work through your goals. And like I talked about in the last last podcast episode, that I really truly believe that our, our one purpose on this planet is to become the best version of ourselves. And if you use your kids as an excuse to just what my dad called ride the comfort track <laughs> and run the clock out and put your money in retirement and put in your 40 hours or whatever... That's not like a great example for your kids either, you know, so it might take longer, but you can still make progress. And like when I was quitting my job to go into business, I I actually used a spreadsheet, <laughs> you'll be proud of me, to like track my expenses and see where I could get rid of subscriptions or I got rid of a car and start like hoarding my money away so that I'd have like six months of income saved so that when I did quit... I could 
live a little bit more comfortably. And I know things are tight for like everybody, but I do think that there are sacrifices that you can make now so that you can have the life you want later. I totally agree, right? You're not supposed to agree with me. Well, <laughs> I, how about this? I understand where you're coming from. However, I think that me included, I was maybe not happy, but I was content writing in the comfort in my little zone of, I knew I was going to get my, you know, my paycheck every two weeks. Mm-hmm. I knew I, what my expenses were. I knew how much I could save, et cetera, et cetera. And I was comfortable there, even though I wasn't happy or fulfilled there. And I think complacency is, can be a really powerful thing, but it also can be like, I'm going to take your side. It can be like kind of a little bitch, <laughs> <laughs> but it's a comfort zone or a place that people sit in longer than they should just because again, there's some kind of energy barrier to make a change. Mm -hmm. And so if, again, the timing's not right or for whatever reason, I think it's easier to sit in your comfort zone than it is to go outside of that and make something better. Even if you know that's the better thing, you'll be happier. Just making the change is a hard thing to make that first step. Yeah. And I think we are naturally risk averse. So, I mean, that's where the mindset comes in is you have to convince yourself that, at the end of the sacrifice and the discomfort that it's going to pay off. So let me ask you, would you go back to the comfort track? Not now. <laughs> See, I'm proving my point well, still that yeah. you wouldn't go back to it, even though it's comfortable. But now that you've seen what else is possible, you wouldn't ride that ride anymore. You're right. But hindsight is obviously 2020. Mm-hmm. So at the time, yeah, it was super scary, right? And I hadn't seen anybody do this before. And so why did I think I could do it, right? right? I mean, that's the easy thing is just be like, ah, no, it's too hard. Or I don't have the time. I don't have the money. I don't have enough saved. My life's too busy. But excuses. Yeah. And I guess it also comes down to kind of priorities, right? At the Mm -hmm. time, I was prioritizing that comfort and my, you know, my known paycheck than pursuing something better. And at the time... Right. I mean, I worked that job for years, just knowing, all right, I just got to clock it in, check in, check out. Right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I didn't have a, a reason to change my priority because I was just hanging out in my little comfort zone. Yeah. Yeah. And I think another thing, well, I mean, probably to talk on your point is that if a lot of people are in their comfort zone, they're probably not out there trying new things. They, They don't have energy available because it's being sucked from them from their soul-sucking job. But these are all things that we can change. One thing that I tell people who are like, because I've over the years, I've had tons of colleagues and people ask me like, how did you quit veterinary medicine and make it work? I want to quit, but I don't know how. And I would tell them like, start doing things. Start doing things you've never done before. Follow your energy and something will reveal itself to you eventually. The timing is always what people get freaked out about. Like everyone wants this immediate thing. Building a business does take time. And and sometimes it takes more time that you than you want. But time passes anyway. I'd rather have time pass with me like hustling and sacrificing so that I can come out on the other side and have no ceiling to the amount of money I can make. I'm currently making like six times the amount that I used to make as a veterinarian and probably working half the amount, you know, and like, that's just going to keep going up and up and up as I pursue my purpose and follow my energy and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, I think that 
with time passing anyway, it might take a while, but it's it's worth it. And that's what I want people to know. And I want people to go out there and see what reveals itself to them as far as following their energy and, and following their purpose. And I would argue that you didn't really have an entrepreneurial bone in your body. Oh, yeah. It like, <laughs> never crossed my mind. Like My parents worked very traditionally. And so, yeah, it didn't even cross my mind to start a business. Like That was not my path. Yeah. Never really would have crossed my mind until I met you, to be completely honest. Yeah. But it was a little bit of having kind of seeing someone else succeed and like mm-hmm. kind of having a permission slip to make a change. But until you... Are you on my side again? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but again, but before I knew of a different way, mm-hmm. then like if you're just stuck in your own little world of maybe not being an entrepreneur, not seeing friends or family or anyone do that and enjoy their life or be successful at it, then it's not even on someone's radar. Like it wasn't on mine. So. Yeah. But I think like, yeah, you did not have an entrepreneurial bone in your body. You would not have pursued it without meeting me, but I taught you the skills that you needed. And you've not listened to me quite a few times. (laughs) done your own thing, learned the hard way. Just like I joke that you were kind of like teenage Megan, where my dad was trying to teach me all these important life lessons. And I was just like, whatever, dad. And then I had to learn everything the hard way. You kind of did that too. But you've learned things. You've developed the skills. Video was not on your radar at all. But then once you started learning about it, you got really pumped about it and you've learned so much and it was like a new goal that made your brain so happy to go after, you know, like a new skill set that you were kind of craving that gave you energy. And now you have a successful elopement videography business. Well, thanks. Yeah. The, (laughs) yeah, learning a new skill for sure is something that people can do, but learning a new skill doesn't necessarily mean that's going to be a successful business or learning a new skill doesn't necessarily mean that's going to be fulfilling or like a path that you should pursue long term. Mm-hmm. So I think, yeah, you have to be willing and able to learn a new skill, but also willing and able to take the risks and put in the time to build a business. And that may not be something that everyone wants to put the time into. Right? Yeah. I think you hit the nail on the head with some people just are not going to want to do it. And it's hard It's hard to change. Like, I always joke that the folks that have the worst mindset issues are the ones that don't believe mindset is even a thing. (laughs) Yeah, you don't know what you don't know. Yeah, so they're just like, oh, my mind is fine. Like, I'm going through life, everything. Like, what I think is totally normal. And then here I am saying, like, money is imaginary or like whatever weird things I say, follow your energy, blah, 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 blah. And people just think I'm crazy, especially people with 40 hour a week W2 jobs. Like I remember when I went to your friend's wedding and it was a bunch of like engineers and people with PhDs. And I started talking about how like my goal in life is to help everyone to quit their job, especially doctors and PhDs and stuff. And they looked at me like I was a crazy person and I was like, oh, this isn't my normal <laughs> normal people that I talk to. Like this is a different group who thinks getting a PhD is the ultimate and they've hit success. And like, who is this crazy lady that wants people to quit their jobs? 
So yeah, I think probably the biggest hurdle is the fact that, yeah, people don't know what they don't know. They don't know that there's a whole other world out there where if you do work on your mindset, then literally anything is possible, including learning the skills to build a business. Because I do think businesses are just, a lot of it's just numbers and understanding your sales funnel and working on your sales funnel and trusting that your success is inevitable and whatever time it takes, it takes. Like a lot of things don't work on our timelines. I would have loved to make a million dollars multiple years ago, but here we are, you know, (laughs) things happen in the way they're supposed to happen. But I really believe that being an entrepreneur is a learned skill. Business is a learned skill. Fixing your mindset is a learned skill. It can all be learned is, is how I'm I'm putting my foot down and that's my position. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Do you have a comeback for that? Or am I winning? Did I just get a million points? Yeah, so many points. <laughs> I'm trying to think of more points for no, but obviously I sit in the camp of truly, like in my heart that mm-hmm. yeah, it can be done. Yeah. Exhibit A, I didn't think that I would ever do it and... Mm-hmm. Here we are. Yeah. So I think it it is doable, but you have to have the right mindset and you have to have the right attitude and you have to be able to kind of shift priorities to make it happen. Yeah. And I also believe that it's possible for anybody, whatever situation that you're in. I mean, there's there's lots of systems in place and there's privilege and all that kind of stuff. But if you're listening to this, I know that your success is inevitable, whether you're an elopement photographer or one of my veterinary colleagues or just somebody I know peripherally or a totally new person, there is this world that exists beyond bosses. <laughs> and you can literally make a living doing anything you want. And now that we're talking this out, I really do feel like it starts with mindset and understanding that this other world exists because so many people got their blinders on, they go to work, they come home, they put a little money in their retirement account, they have their health insurance, they feel like they're all secure in their job, when really the ultimate in job security is being able to produce money without a boss, being able to write your own paychecks, putting even more money into your solo 401ks or SEP IRAs and all that stuff having no cap on your income. Like I can make as much money as I want over here, you guys. It's all just strategy and time and determination, I guess. Tenacity. <laughs> but yeah, there's literally like there's there's nothing holding us back other than ourselves because all the skills, like you can learn all the skills, but you have to get your mind right and yeah, stop stop going to work with your blinders on all the time. And listening to what other people say. Like, I feel like everything we've been told by society is bullshit. (laughs) That might be my conspiracy theory, but (laughs) sometimes I'm like, we're a little bit of a tin hat sometimes. But yeah, like the whole job security thing or yeah, like working for retirement. I don't know. Like, it's just all like what success really is. It's all, I feel like it's all bullshit. And we've all fed into it. And like now I've had this awakening where I get to make my own rules and I want to bring everybody over to this side. (laughs) Yeah, it's a good side. Yeah. Sometimes. Whole whole point of this podcast. (laughs) 
Is it the dark side or the bright side? I don't know. Depends on what side you're best on. Best side. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, we think it's the best side because mm-hmm. we found success and happiness. Yeah. And I think I think I won. I think now that I've thought about it, because I honestly was on the fence for a long time, and I thought that there were people who were genuinely had to be employees and like just were not cut out to be entrepreneurs. I think anybody could learn the skills and become an entrepreneur. But I think most people like you, you were never, you never saw it. Yeah. You never saw anybody doing this. So you didn't know it was, you didn't know it existed. Yeah. I didn't know it was a viable option. That's it. You didn't know it was an option. That's what I was trying to say. So I think the more people learn that it's an option and if they really want to pursue it, I mean, you can, all the resources are out there. There's books, there's this podcast, there's plenty of people on social media. I mean, there's so many resources out there to start working on your mindset and learning the skills and start to look out for things that bring you joy and energy and align with your values. And I mean, there's just a million ways to make money out there. Yeah. Cool. Do you have anything else to add? I feel like I I argued my point pretty well and I convinced myself. I convinced myself that anyone can be an entrepreneur. No, I think that's it. Okay. Yeah. So I win a million points <laughs> in the argument. Like, whose line is it anyway? Yeah, where the points are made up and the score doesn't matter. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> We're showing our age. Cool. Okay. So thank you, everyone who listened. I'd love to hear your feedback on whether you think anybody could be an entrepreneur or not. I loved this conversation. I would love to keep this conversation going. I'm happy to argue my point if you want me to. (laughs) If you need help leaving your nine to five, you should follow me at Stoked with Megan McPhail on Instagram or just at Megan McPhail on Instagram. And uh, I can't wait for next week's episode. We're talking about sunk cost fallacy next week. That'll be a good one, especially for anybody who has student loans and an advanced degree like Todd and I. (laughs) See you next week. Bye. Thanks so much for joining us on this episode of Stoked with Megan McPhail. If you enjoyed the show and you'd like to help support the podcast, please subscribe, leave a review, and tell a friend. If you're looking for more inspiring content, check us out on Instagram at Stoked with Megan McPhail. And to learn more about my business coaching and how I can personally help you quit your nine to five, visit my website at meganmcphail.com. I hope this leaves you feeling stoked. See you next week.